going to do my own hashtag now. Like, hashtag Greenwood. I'm telling you, that's the reason. I am the reason Greenwood is fucking playing right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, Pogba, stay. Pogba, stay. Like, I'm going to make that a fucking hashtag. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another East of Stratford podcast. And we are... 17 games unbeaten. Bruno has not lost a fucking game since joining Manchester United. But before we get into all this hype, because we're all excited as hell, make sure to leave a little subscribe. That'd be awesome. And let's move on. Karthik and Vishnu are with us. Vishnu, how you doing, bro? I'm great, man. I've been really buzzing after yesterday's win. Uh, what a performance by the boys. Um, we're on a real rhythm right now. I think that top four spot is just within our grasp. So, yeah, it's just so exciting. So exciting to be a Man United fan at this time. Karthik, how are you? Good, bro. I mean, can I be any better? Like, dude, <laughs> top of the world. Like, it's, it's just such a great time to be a United fan, dude. Like, finally, I feel like those days are back where, you know, I can look a fucking Arsenal fan or a sports fan <laughs> and be like, yo, bitch. All right, we're a league above you. Don't even put us in the same league. I hope that's true, but, you know, it is true, but let's see. But, yeah, dude, dude it's fucking great. We, we go into games expecting to win now. Like, before the game, I'm like, we're definitely going to win. And before when we were playing against the, you know, lower tier of teams, we would always lose. We lost to Aston Villa before. We lost to Bournemouth, I believe, before. And, like... Now, I don't even expect at all. Even if we were to go behind, I expect to completely win. And let, let's start off with the game. 3-0. Another beautiful win. And that makes United the only team, get this, the only team to win by three goals or more in four consecutive games. That is insane, people. Oli has turned this shit around. Bruno has turned this shit around. But... The first 20 minutes or so, the 25 minutes, we were shaky, man. We, we weren't looking great. Vishnu, dude, wh why was that? Why were we slow off the blocks? Um, first off, um, credit to Aston Villa because I think they are, um, they've had a tough season. Um, they, are, they find themselves in the relegation zone. But uh, they do have a really good counter. They have a really good counter for, especially when, um, teams like Man United, Liverpool, they played really well against Liverpool as well last week um, or two weeks before that. But um, yeah, their countering is really good. I think um, with, with Grealish there in the center, just holding fort for the whole um, uh, Aston Villa side to like, get forward and as much as possible. He controls that midfield by himself. I don't know how he does it. That's ridiculous. And um, yeah, so I think they just came at, our, came at us hard, you know, like looked us like straight in the face and said, okay, we have more to lose than you do today. And so we're going to get in your face today. And that's what they did. The first 20 minutes, they attacked us everywhere. They, um, they pushed the balls forward as quick as possible. They had some amazing crosses into the box, which we also dealt really poorly. Our defenders were caught napping, I think, for the first time I've seen in a, in a while since, the, um, since the, the game we conceded the other day. So I think that in all, in all retrospect, we had to, we got a real uh, reality check in the first like 20 minutes of the game. We were like, okay, so we've been scoring freely and stuff, but can we defend? And we've, we've um, put a lot of pressure. Like we've also um, uh, talked about our defenders in our like last podcast and saying that how they need to communicate better and stuff. 
And like, I really think they need to start pushing that because yesterday in that, even the first like 10, 15 minutes, we saw Juan Bisaka completely napping. He was hiding in plain sight. We didn't know, um, we were just, he just didn't want to be near the ball for some reason. His body language showed it and everything. So I think there was just like a jumble in the defenders uh, communications. And, but again, we stepped up after that. I think it was the drinks break, which halted their rhythm. Um, and it just put a stop to, you know, their momentum. And from there, it was just united all the way. They had a few good opportunities. And I, I agree with you. Juan Basaka was all over the place today. I, he, he wasn't at his normal best. And even against Brighton, he, he had a little bit of a, during the goal, he was just away from the ball. So, or sorry, during, against Bournemouth. So I, I wasn't too happy with that. But Karthik, dude, then after that little bit of a slow start, Mr. Bruno Fernandez and Vargesti United come through again. Did you think VAR was right? Was that a penalty? Or did he just fall onto the defender? Uh, I don't think it was a penalty, in all fairness. I think we got a little unlucky. I mean, we got a little lucky there. Uh, I mean, that, that penalty was all that required for us to kind of like, you know, um, give us that give us that momentum we were not finding in the first half. So I think I think it was good for us. It was unlucky for Villa because just before that they were fantastic on the ball. They were really giving us a lot of trouble. But dude, it's I think you know I I mean the reason they say they um, the decision stood was because there wasn't sufficient enough evidence to say that it wasn't a penalty. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, it's it's subjective, man. You can't really like, you know. I, I'm just happy we got it because we got the win. We weren't having our strongest game, in all fairness. Like Vishnu said, we were looking very shaky at the beginning. But dude, like that's the thing. Like even when we're having a bad game and we're still coming off with like a three 0 victory, I think that's that that isn't a more positive sign than that. Like the fact that we're actually doing so like significantly better with this team. Uh, compared to like a few months ago, like Arman, you were also saying about how we we were consistently losing against smaller teams or drawing, where games where we could have capitalized on points, and that's exactly what we're doing now. And we're not just winning by like a goal or two goals; we're winning comprehensive wins. Like even though like we did not deserve that penalty, but the final result, I we were completely deserving of that. We were definitely the better team once the game was done. Like there was no doubt about that. So I think it was a well-deserved victory. Maybe not that goal, but it would have come in some other form. I know that. So it's, it, it's, there's no point in complaining about it. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking stoked. Yeah, I like what you said there because I, I completely agree with you. If it didn't come there, we would have scored in some other way and we would have got our yeah. shit together. And, dude, yeah. I think, you know, Vishnu, you agree. It wasn't a penalty, right? That was, that was harsh. That was really harsh. I, I, it, it was just... <laughs> When we first had a look at it as well, we're like, okay, he just, I thought it was a dive to begin with. Um, and then after that, when we looked through it again, he had turned it the right way. And regardless of, um, I don't know who was it. Was it Mings? I'm not sure who it was. Yeah, I think it was, no, it was the right back. I, I forgot what yeah. his name is, but yeah. But, um, but yeah, like as soon as he, he, he was in no position to like pivot at that time as well. And in fact, Bruno fell on him. So whatever it was, I think it was more of a, a foul that should have gone Villa's way. But then it didn't. So that was so strange for me. And like even Dean Smith at the end of the, uh, in the, in the press conference, he was like, like vividly upset about the VAR call. He called it disgraceful. But that's what surprised me because Oli, we, uh, Oli had an interview right after that. And he's like, yeah, that was a penalty. <laughs> yeah. So that was shocking for me. So I was like, 
Really, Ali? Like, are you just like defending your players right now, or are you just trying to? I, I didn't know what was going on there, but yeah, we we got lucky again, and that was exactly what changed the you know it our way as well. So after that goal, it was all United. It was all United. Ended the game with sixty-five percent possession, uh, but before that, we were on, we were struggling at forty-one. So that changed it all. I think you know what I loved about this game was that Bruno did not play well. But even if he doesn't play well, he's fucking smart to make those because yeah. he—that was a cheeky play. That was a cheeky play. He knew what he was doing, and he got in front of the ball just so he could fall down. Uh, yeah. But he still made a huge impact, even though he was shit. But Karthik, dude, the person who really has been undersung because we've had Bruno, we've had Greenwood, and Matic has also been great. But Paul Pogba dictated everything today. He was so disciplined. And he finally scored, which was, his goal was beautiful. But what did you think about Pogba, dude? How, how beautiful was he? Bro, it's, it's like you use the word discipline, bro. It's exactly what it is. Like you can see, bro, I don't know what it is. After the break, he just seems so much more focused and seems like he wants to be a part of this team. And it was just so positive to see that when Bruno doesn't pick up, when Bruno is like struggling to like really pick up the slack, Pogba is there, you know, and that's what we saw in yesterday's game. He was, bro, Pogba was monumental in yesterday's game. And even that, even his goal, bro, that Bruno-Pogba partnership right there. Like, you saw, like, Pogba was, this was planned right from the training ground. You saw it, bro. Like, just even a second before uh, Bruno played that ball, Pogba wasn't even looking that way. But they knew right away, Pogba knew right away what Bruno was going to do. And he was there when he did. That's why Villa didn't expect it. Villa couldn't close them down because the way Pogba even played that, that that's just, that's just two fucking intelligent footballers coming together, bro. That was, that was fantastic. That, that was really sly and that was such a beautiful goal. Pogba deserves it, man. I'm so happy for Paul. Like, hands down. I thought he was... He, he, he literally... He should have... I'm not sure who got the man of the match yesterday. Was it... Uh, I think it was, was Greenwood? Greenwood. Or was it yeah, Pogba? Greenwood. Greenwood. Uh, yeah, I think Pogba deserved it, though. I think Pogba was... Dude, the passes, too. Like, almost every pass of his was... Especially his long balls were like on point, dude. Like we saw some crazy passes yesterday, and you know, we just wait, yeah, dude. I, I'm so excited for forget this season, next season especially. I want to see like where we take, where we go with this team. It, it, I just hope he stays now. Like I, I'm, I think he I'm will gonna, stay. Yeah, yeah I think he stuff, will stay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my own hashtag now. Like hashtag Greenwood. I'm telling you, that's the reason. I am the reason Greenwood is fucking playing. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm telling you, man, Pogba, stay. Pogba, stay. Like, I'm going to make that a fucking hashtag. I think Pogba is going to stay, dude, because he looks so happy again. Dude, and the reasons he wanted to leave was because United were a shit club and a shit organization who didn't get their stuff together. Now that United are prospering, why would he want to leave? And there's nobody who can buy him anyway. Uh, So I think he definitely will stay. He's going to be pivotal for us next year, like you said. But uh, Vishnu... On to, again, we talk about this boy again. He scores with his right foot again today. So you really don't fucking know. You just don't know how he's going to do it. Talk about Greenwood, man. Like, how good is this kid? Man, week in and week out, he just does something else, doesn't he? he just, he's always like a box of surprises now. Um, yeah, even that, even that goal, like, I think that was Mings who was uh, supposed to defend him. He just uh, gave a little bit of space, which he took advantage of. And um, <clears throat> you would think naturally he'd go with, with his left because 
it is a supposed stronger, you know, feat, but he just whips it, whips it across, finds a little bit of space and then just slams it. And this is, this is getting dangerous now. I think now he's on 16 goals this season and he's only four behind uh, Martial and Rashford, which is insane to think about because this kid has not even like played most, like started most of the games. He was on, coming off the bench and he was scoring. And um, <clears throat> I think that like we may see, we may see him overtake these two this season itself because we've got five more games to play, I think. Uh, four more games to play. Uh, we've got the um, FA Cup to play. We've got the Europa to play. I don't know if he'll play all those games, which I, I think he will. And uh, yeah, I, I, who knows, man? 22, 23 goals in the cards for this kid. And now he's got five goals in, like, in the last four games since the restart. Yeah. 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 And so it's just getting better and better. And this is why like the top three is getting more important for us. Um, we've, we've clearly just gone past Liverpool's front three a while ago. And now we're just scoring freely. We're scoring for fun. So I think that <laughs> credit to a lot of the 17-game the unbeaten streak, I give a lot of credit to Greenwood because he's been instrumental in getting us those goals. He, he doesn't stop scoring and he looks so confident. Like, he looks insanely confident for an 18-year-old. And I, I don't understand. He doesn't have any nerves and he's cold-blooded. And it's so great that we have him on a long contract. And we're going to have him here for a long time. Because he's going to be absolutely special. He can overtake, like you said, Rashford and Martial. Martial should be looking behind his back. Because Greenwood is a center forward. And he's going to take that spot if Martial doesn't keep it up. So it's so awesome to see. Go ahead, Karthik. Yeah. No, I mean, even Martial was great yesterday, dude. Like, no, the first goal, uh, the second goal... uh, that led to Greenwood's goal was all Martial dude, to begin with. Like the counter was fantastic. You know, it was all yes, all that was beautiful. Started off with because the ball, yeah, long ball he passed to Luke Shaw was incredible, man. Incredible. I couldn't believe yeah. that. Like it was, I think it was from yeah. the halfway line, and he like slammed it, and it reaches yeah. Luke Shaw's legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think Martial was brilliant too, man. But I think I think one person I think we don't talk about enough is our manager Oli, bro. Like I think I don't. We, we don't talk about him enough is what I feel because what he's done with this team, the amount of shit he got when he first joined the team, bro, like he's not experienced enough. He doesn't have it in him to like run such a big club. He's done significantly better. And, and our problems suddenly, I think, I think at a certain point, we, we couldn't really tell what our problems were because we had so many of them. You know, now we know exactly where we need to fill in. Like at one point when we had the Mourinho team, we had to make, there were so many problems that we had to fix. But at this point, like, it's just, you know, we know exactly what, our, what is missing now. And we can just fit that into this puzzle that kind of works, you know. Like, there's, Bro, there's like a, there's, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but on that Mourinho thing, this, it just shows Mourinho couldn't score one goal against Bournemouth yesterday. We scored five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Name go, one player at United. Either of you, I dare you, who have not improved since Ollie has come in. Daniel Name James. one fucking player. No. <laughs> Daniel James. <laughs> he, he actually was okay yeah. yesterday when he came he on. Was okay. like, I have to give him that. I have to give him that. He was okay. Okay, but let, let, let's move on. Greenwood is beautiful. Pogba is beautiful. Yeah. Bruno, Ollie obviously, is, is the man. Ollie is the, the god. But, you know, Marcus Rashford last night, I, I want to talk about it because, you know, I think a lot of people are talking about Martial Greenwood and all the other guys, but, and 
there's something about him that looks a bit unconfident right now because he's not driving at the defense. He used to, every time he got the ball, regardless, he would fucking run. But now you see he gets the ball, he passes it. He gets the ball, he passes it. But I do want to say that Rashford had some insane passes yesterday. Like, I don't know if you guys remember at the end of the game, near the end of the game, yeah. he's like controlling the ball and he lays it off to Luke Shaw. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, play. bro. It was amazing. It was dirty. So I, I think that Rashford is, is not there yet, but I'm 100% sure he will get there. Vishnu, what do you think? Like, do you think he's a little bit off or do you think, you know, we're going to see the best Rashford soon? Yeah, um, he was a little bit off last game. I kind of disagree with you because this game, he, he did have a lot of great runs. I think um, his finishing, he wasn't getting the ball in like, the exact positions that he wanted to because he was getting a ball a lot more central than on the left-hand side that he's more comfortable with. But like, did you see his shot yesterday that, that deflected off Pogba? That went off Pogba, into the ball? Yeah. yeah, and that was a brilliant shot. That's, that's like a vintage, I can't say vintage, he's not that old. But that was a great that was a great shot, you know. Like this is a rash that we're all looking forward to. And even he's been like assisting freely. He's been doing a lot of um, um, defense work as well. He's I think Rashford's putting in. He's I, I hear you though. I think he's still about five to ten percent worried about getting injured again. And that's that's always going to be there, especially after you've recovered after like a six month off. So we're the best of Rashford is yet to come. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, like even I think Oli saw that in yesterday because. Uh, Martial was subbed out, and uh, yeah. guys, like that was amazing. His reaction, he was yes. livid. <laughs> he was not happy. Was <laughs> but but yeah, Rashford, yeah, Rashford got to play ninety minutes yesterday, and um, I'm happy, dude. And I yeah, think, I'm, yeah, I'm very happy as well. I think this is a this is a good this is the right step, and Oli knows what to do about that. So yeah, I yeah. don't be surprised if Rashford scores a brace next I, week. Yeah, and and I also think another thing with Rashford is that. Um, Dude, well, before his injury, the way he was playing, he was, let's face it, that team he was playing for then is not the same team that he's playing for right now. It is, it is significantly different. So he's, I think, also, at that point, Rashford was literally carrying us, bro. We were depending on Rashford a lot. We weren't depending on, you know, we didn't have Bruno then, so it was all Rashford doing everything. Now Rashford suddenly has so much help on the field that he doesn't have to do that much anymore, you know? So it's just that he's also, I think, trying to adapt to this team. Trying to see where he fits into now that there's so much quality suddenly out of nowhere. We have Mason, we have Pogba, we have Bruno all doing their jobs right. Rashford doesn't have that entire burden on him. So I think, I think he's just trying to see like how he can like really start scoring goals in this team and how he can contribute. And I think it's going to take uh, maybe a couple more games, but I, bro, bro, it's not going to be a while. That, Rashford is just, he's, he's just pure talent, bro. That, that kid's going to, he's, uh, he's going to do fantastic. He's he's doing great, and he even had a pass to Tony Marshall that Tony should have scored. Yeah. He took an extra yeah. touch. Tony should have definitely scored that. So I think, dude, I I really like the point you said. We're not like always shoveling the ball to the left, and I feel like Rashford is being a little bit too much. Let's play team. I think a little yeah. bit, dude. He needs to drive because he's so good at driving at the defense. I, I would be so scared if Rashford was coming at me. But I think we all agree. Rashford will be back, and this front three will be even scarier. Uh, I, I just want to—I want to touch on a transfer target that we have, uh, Jack Grealish. He wasn't at his best yesterday, but to be fair, Aston Villa weren't at their best. I want to—I want to I go to you, uh, Vishnu. 
what did you think about Jack Grealish? I, I know you're trying to copy his haircut and shit like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but what did you think about him? Would you, would, you, would you have him on the team? No, I wouldn't have him on my team. Because um, where the fuck is he going to play? Like, that's my question. That's my main, main question. Because I, he's brilliant at what he does. I think he's, he's got a very shit team that he's playing with right now. And I think he'd excel as well. And God forbid, like, if uh, Aston Villa do get relegated, we will probably get in for a lot cheaper as well. But at the same time, like, I feel like if he's with his, um, with his capabilities, you need a lot more freedom. You, you need a lot more controlled wingers. And our boys uh, in Greenwood and Rashford right now are doing phenomenal. And if they are starting every game and they're allowed to ghost about, Jack Greedish's job there becomes a bit, you know, void. I, I feel like he'll be stuck in midfield. You'd be stuck in just like the holding midfield position. Like I'd drop him even below Pogba because Pogba's like at least going forward and like getting those passes. And he's got a great understanding in chemistry with Bruno that Grealish would have to like take the almost a Matic role. And I'm not sure I'll be I'll be ready to spend about 50 million for a Matic role or even put him on the bench. But he doesn't have to start. That's the thing. Like we need yeah. depth. In City, Gundogan comes off the bench. Mares comes off the bench. And he's, he's yeah. not a winger. He only plays on the wing because that's how he can affect the game more in Aston, in, for Aston Villa because they're a shit team. I think he would be a brilliant person. If Bruno got injured, he's not going to have the same level of productivity, but he's going to be... He's so good on the ball and he's 23 or 24 and he's already a captain. And we need more people like that. I mean, he's carrying yeah. that team. Karthik, go ahead. Nah, dude, I agree with you. Um, I mean, I, I still think we need we need significant depth with depth also quality and Grealish. Yeah, maybe I do agree with Vishnu's points that maybe not 15 million. If now Aston Villa is going to get relegated as well, and if Grealish is going to come on as sort of like a squad rotation player, you know, then, then uh, I mean, obviously, like right now with our first team, I don't think we need him. But the idea is we can keep rotating our first team like how City does and Liverpool does, you know, and. You know, so I th- I think Grealish will be a great addition to the team, but I don't I still don't think we should pay 15 million for him. But yeah, I still think he needs to come to United regardless. And I think he, he can't waste his career in a team like Aston Villa. And I felt bad for him yesterday, dude. He was he was trying to do shit, but he didn't have enough support around him. And you know, so I get that. Like that shouldn't be a reason to like say that this is not a good player. Like you know, he has a lot to do on that team. That's just you know, so wrong. he does yeah. everything for them. He does every. Go ahead, Vishnu. My, my only question is, like, uh, I still feel like what Fred has contributed to, this, to the team this year, uh, that shouldn't be, you know, um, yeah. ne- neglected uh, yeah. at all. Yeah. Like, at this point, really? like, I understand that uh, Villa, like, I know, I know that Grealish is playing in, like, an underpower Villa side. But I, I, and I do agree that Oli would probably bring the best out of him. Maybe, maybe even make him, like, a, maybe we'll even play three defenders if he comes on and have, like, two kind of holding midfielders. And that could also work, you know. You know, you never know what's going on in our, um, in Ollie's head. So I think, but at this moment, I still rate, um, I still rate Fred over. Greenwood. But Fred, Fred isn't an attacking player. That's the thing. See, Fred would be the defensive guy. But if Bruno gets injured, Pogba has shown that he needs someone else there to help him out. So if Bruno got injured, Grealish would be there and he would do a great job. If Pogba got injured. Grealish could do the same thing in that role. He's a very disciplined, disciplined player. He's smart as hell. He's strong as hell. You just look at the kid, dude. And his calves are huge. Bro, what are those, bro? I was. What are those calves? I was about to text you yesterday, bro. When I saw those calves, 
I was like, bro, this isn't real. What is that? How do you <laughs> even get injured, bro? How the fuck do you get injured? You're like, they're insane. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> It's welcome literally to welcome to this very special episode of Easter Strike. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. If I could have his calves, if I could have those fucking calves, <laughs> oh, I swear I mean, to God. That's good. Man, I think that's that, that's a good place to wrap up. Yeah. Let's just do a little bit of a score prediction. We're playing Southampton next, and Southampton have been doing good. They beat Man City two two games ago, and they just drew with Everton, who have also been doing good. Uh, what do you guys? predicting because they're a little bit on the up vishnu what do you think another three zero no i think it'll be a low scoring thriller i think uh it'll be a one zero to man united i don't see us losing at this point um especially we played four this is the fourth game we're playing with the same team and um i don't know if we're going to play the fifth but it does look likely that only wants to stick to his 11 that he's comfortable with and who are like gelling well together so i'll say one zero yeah, the game was pretty like we half our guys in the second half were just walking, so it didn't look like they were getting too stressed. Karthik, what do you think, bro? Mm, what was the city Southampton score? One zero Southampton. Okay. Yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty low scoring too. Maybe like a two nil. I'm gonna go with two nil. Two nil. Uh, two nil. Back in yeah. the day was like a high scoring game for us. That high was like score, yeah, we're like whoa. We're thinking <laughs> two like two one. We're gonna we're gonna win easy. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. I no, think but, two nil, but I do think that like see Danny Ings is on top of his form right now. Mm-hmm. So I do think that with if we offer him any sort of um opportunity to score, he will take it. He's one of those players who's currently taking any any goal that it comes his way. So our defense needs to be on point because Danny Ings is the only guy to watch out for. Vishnu, way to fucking steal my point. I have Danny Ings fucking <laughs> yeah. written on my yeah. sheet. <laughs> fucking hell. But yeah, even Nathan Redmond is, is an absolute beast. He's like super underrated in my opinion. So I, I agree. I think it's going to be a tight one. I think we're going to be a little bit tired, even though we chilled a bit in this game. I think it'll be 2-1 Manchester United, and we go to 18 games unbeaten. And top four continues to be in our hands. If we win the rest of the games this season... We are top four. It's us. Guaranteed. Top four, man. Guaranteed. Come on. Come on. Even if, even if less, say, say, even if we don't make it after winning all games, I consider us top. I consider us we won the No, league. we so do. We it. do make it. We do make yeah. it. If we win the all city's, the games. City's going to get the ban in three days and we'll still go to the okay. Champions League next year. <laughs> no, what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. I, I don't want to clear this up, but we play Leicester. Yeah. We're only one point behind them. So yeah. if we win that game, we're fucking top four. I'm going to remind Boom. you two again, I said this about like six That's episodes true. ago, that United's going to beat Leicester in the final day and we're going to get that top four. Uh, yeah, That's Vishnu cool. calls this. I call we're this fucking Vishnu. If Vishnu's right, I'll be happen. happy. But I'll, I'll be even happier if it ended earlier. But... Boys, yeah. I think that's a, that's a good place to wrap up. We're all happy. The start of this podcast used to be sad every single time. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're happy every single time. So I'm, I, you know, it's just so much more fun watching United games. But everybody, make sure to follow along with us. We're going to be doing lives and doing live watch-alongs for all these games coming up. So make sure to join us. We have a great squad, an active squad who's debating the entire game. So it's a lot of fun. We're going to be be putting out a lot more content. So make sure to hit that subscribe button to keep in the conversation and follow us on Instagram. If you haven't already, we're also putting out some cool stuff there. But enough plugging. See you guys in the next one.
Peace out, guys. Bye.